Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And today. I himself. <laughs> and uh, joining me today on the show is uh, an old friend of mine I've had for a decade or so. It's been for like 10 time. years. Uh, we've known each other since seventh grade. Um, oh we had, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had broadcasting together in high school. Um, she uh, has a. Best uh, part of HF. It sure was. It's my favorite part. Uh, yeah. Shout out to VTV, you know. Um, One of my favorite parts, but yeah. It was, well, it was, uh, that was kind of like, sort of, I think, what set me on the path to be I was going to gonna say, here. I think broadcasting is probably why you even got into podcasts, mm -hmm. if I were to guess. Yeah, you're right. Why I got into the medium that I'm in. Exactly. And it was kind of, I always knew I wanted to do this stuff, but broadcasting was very much so one of those things in high school that, like, I was like, oh, I can actually kind of, mm -hmm. I can learn software. Yeah. It can actually be something uh, that's uh, doable. Right, and you can take it whatever direction you want to. <laughs> so she has a media production company. It's called uh, 715 Productions. Uh, she's a print model slash actress with Stuart Talent. Lives out in L.A., right? Very official, yes. Jameson McDermott, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm uh, not really enjoying this cold. I think I got a little no. spoiled the last few months. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, I've been in the nice sunshine yeah. state of California. So jealous. Yeah, uh, it's honestly so weird <laughs> that I'm out there still. Yeah, like, I did. I haven't really wrapped my head around it. How long have you been there now? Um, August is when okay. my lease started. Yeah. Nice. Are you what, what part of LA are you in? I'm in Culver City. Okay. Have is you that been in LA? I haven't, uh, but I, my friend, um, do you know Matt Gertler? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, he lives in North Hollywood, so I was going to ask if that's anywhere near. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Different side of the really. city? I mean, if you're trying to get to North Hollywood, it could be anywhere from like 30 to like an hour and mm -hmm. a half in rush hour because uh, traffic out there is like the worst thing ever because they haven't figured out the train system or the buses. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. I've heard it tell. But I'm about like 10 minutes from Venice Beach. Oh, shit. Damn. That's amazing. I know. It's a little different than what I'm used to yeah. out here, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it out there. Good. I'm glad. Um, you deserve that, uh, especially being, you know, somebody who has spearheaded your creative outlet for like a couple of years now that's an that yeah. seems like an optimal situation to be in yeah it's been a little over two years mm -hmm. that i uh since i incorporated which just seems kind of crazy to yeah. me because i am my own self motivator mm -hmm. in a sense um you know any nine to five that you have you've got someone on your back the whole time yeah. but when you're doing this on your own it's kind of like You've got to be that person that continuously sets your own hours and pushes you to get up and to stay on top of everything because no one's going to be there to be like, mm -hmm. right? Hey, yeah, get it yeah, <laughs> right. You have to be like diligent, okay. you know, make effective use of your own time. Totally, you know? totally. Yeah, um, I do plan on coming to LA sometime this year. 
Um, after my friend graduates from school in May, we're going to plan a trip. So oh, if, I thought you meant you were going to move there. I was oh, gonna... no, no. We're not going to move. Okay. Uh, but no, I'm not going to make that jump yet. <laughs> but I will be out there at some point if, uh, you know, if I'm there at a good time yeah. for you, I'd love to see you out oh, there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I wasn't really expecting that I was going to move out there when I did move out there. Mm. I mean, I've kind of been saying that I wanted to be in California ever since yeah. I was applying to colleges. Right. But I ended up going to UI and it ended up happening for the best reasons ever because totally. there are so many different reasons why I think that everything panned out the way it was exactly supposed to pan out. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so after I graduated college, I, uh, I knew I wanted to be out there, but I've been done with school for two years now. And... Uh, I thought on a whim I would apply to UCLA, mm -hmm. and so I did for their professional on-camera acting program, nice. and um, by some surprise to me, I uh, got in and I was like, alright, well this is my opportunity, yeah. because it was a hard date, Yeah, <laughs> it was like you got it, you're either in it or you're not, mm -hmm. and I could have found any other excuse to kind of just stay back, kind of like I had been because you know you establish your network in Chicago you get really mm -hmm. comfortable with the people that you know and the work that you have out here and it's kind of hard to just uproot but if you don't do it early on yeah will you ever do it right to start establishing the right. contacts yeah. in a new city mm -hmm. so I was like all right it's kind of now or never yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's super true like um, you kind of like uh, I think it's because like we we're so like conditioned that like we really have to like work to get there and then for it to come to us for the opportunity to come to us but really like as a creative especially one like that is that you know has your own company like that's something you entirely like you have to you just kind of jump happen. into the deep end and then figure it out. Yeah, right, right. Because there's, I mean, I think that's something that I really learned, that there's never that perfect opportunity of someone being like... Scouting for you and yeah, being like, yeah. you're really good. You, I think, please, I'll, yeah. should, oh, start your own production. Maybe we can work together. Right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of happened, but if it presents itself to you, you have to seize it. Mm -hmm. Whether or not you're ready, that's yeah. kind of where I'm getting at. Sure. Like. Because I think a lot of the time we don't think that we're ready for something because we don't know how or yeah. or maybe we're not good enough at that time yeah. or I, I still want to work on this before I right. do that. But, you know, I don't think you'll yeah. ever get to that point until you just, like I said, jump into yeah. the deep end. And just at the end of the day, it. yeah, you just make excuses for yourself at the end of the day. And um, you learn by doing anyway. Yeah. So yeah. you have to say yes to something that scares you because you don't think you're necessarily ready and that's how you grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's one of my most valuable lessons that I've learned totally. in all of this. Right. Like that, you know, you went into it totally like aware that you didn't, you know, have like all the skills, tools, knowledge right away, but that you would grow into that process With of learning. Each as project, you there's been something that has scared me about whether or not, um, I was ready to take it on, mm -hmm. and every time I've surprised myself by being like, look, I might not have thought I knew how to do this right at the beginning, but I learned this much from mm -hmm. this process, yeah. and look what look at the product that totally. turned out from it. So, yeah. 
that's just one of those things you got to yeah. say yes and just go for it and learn on the job sure. there's so much about it even film students will tell you like yeah. <clears throat> every time i talk to a film student they're like i hardly learned anything in film school but i made a bunch of connections and mm -hmm. right so even even when you're comparing yourself to other people because i'm like i didn't go to school for film mm -hmm. um what did you get I, your degree in advertising oh, okay Makes sense. Random. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to transfer to USC midway through and try to do the film program. I, I, uh, I applied and I got in and I was like, all right, um, that's like $65,000 a year. I'm going to stay at U of I and, yeah. and do it in three years instead of four and just kind of start this on my own in Chicago and see what happens. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just kind of learn as I go. Yeah. <laughs> so, but as we like will get into like your whole journey with like you know everything up to now i guess to start i want to ask uh jameson uh yes benjamin <laughs> why did you choose to take broadcasting in high school oh wow that's not where i thought you were going well i i mean being as we were saying earlier that like it did set us on the past like yeah like i guess what like uh sparked your interest of like going into it to begin with um Ever since I was like, no joke, three or four years old, I knew that I wanted to um, be on camera or pursue an entertainment, uh, pursue a career in entertainment. Mm -hmm. And to me, I never really got too involved in theater or anything like that in right. high school. Um, I never did theater. I did it in junior high, but yeah. it, I mean, what is theater in junior high? Right. It's nothing. Um, but because. I kind of stayed away from theater because I really wanted to focus on on-camera work, um, which there's so many valuable things to learn from theater that will translate into camera. But um, specifically, when I learned about the broadcasting program at HF, I was like, well, this seems cool. Mm -hmm. You get to make your own content and also get experience even just doing the anchoring thing and just kind of getting comfortable in front yeah. of the camera. Um, and to me, I found that that seemed more valuable for what I wanted long-term. Um, and broadcasting was, like I said at the beginning, it was so much fun. It was, a, yeah, it was it, one of the best things about HF. It was a family. My experience, at least. We were a family. Yeah. It was, it was a, <laughs> yeah, like, I look back at, like, those are some of, like, the most fun and just, like... I mean, we were, like, joking around the whole time, yeah. but it was still so... It was fun, but you also still learned so yeah, much. Yeah, totally. Without even... Mm -hmm. realizing it yeah and everyone a lot of people from the program went on to do great things afterwards like oh, yeah. beyond like Brittany's I, killing it I tried to get Brittany on the show so she too big now? bad <laughs> no we we came really close we planned originally for Thanksgiving that didn't work out we were gonna do one this week but mm -hmm. she's really busy I We'll get Brittany here sometime soon, Brittany but Brittany, yeah, but she is doing amazing shit. Yeah, every time I see her on, like, whatever it might be. Anchoring, going, reporting. Uh, yeah, literally, just <laughs> any of her videos that she shares, I'm like, yeah. damn, she's doing it. Yeah, now, she said she was going to do it, Yeah, and she's doing it. Yeah, she and set her mind to it. that is just impressive to mm -hmm. me. Yeah, she was like, uh, yeah, like, she was... And she loved it, and like oh, yeah. anchoring, like at she was so TV, good. she was fa she was fantastic. She's still so good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
Shout out Brittany. Shout out to Brittany Ehrman. <laughs> um, Johnny is Johnny Jaffe's making music now in I heard he's living in LA. Yeah, he I just is. saw his brother at uh, Copper Still, and he was like, "Oh yeah, my brother's living out there." I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, Johnny's out there now. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, yeah, like uh, a lot of people out there. Th- yeah, I it's. And this, I mean, obviously those people actually had uh, Eshelman here yesterday and I mean, oh, yeah? he's a pastor he now. He's Whoa. a pastor now. Uh, That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. John, okay. John Levert, he was here the other day. Dude is, he was in a Netflix series. He lives in New York. He wants yeah, to go to LA John's eventually. Going John is doing great shit. Man, like. I've been able to collaborate with John a little bit here and yeah? there throughout, yeah, the past couple years. He actually was going to... Yeah, funny story. I originally, the very, one of the first projects, big projects I was directing, I uh, asked John if he would be my co-director. Oh. Because I was a little nervous to Mm -hmm. jump into directing with such a big crew. Um, And he told me that he couldn't do it because he had something else going on, and I understood that, but... That turned out to be one of the best things ever because it's again one of those I was like trying to give myself like an excuse, someone to kind of do it with me. A comfort zone. I totally could have just yeah. and I did just mm-hmm. end up doing it on my own. Totally. And I mean not my own completely. I directed I was the only director, but I had a, a huge amazing crew that totally. was there helping me out. Awesome. But it actually turned out to be a really great thing that John told me that he was uh busy. <laughs> he he was he wasn't able to do that one. Broadcasting, I felt, was really good with that, like, helping us, like, take initiative. Because a project, at the end of the day, isn't going to get done, or it's going to turn out lousy if you don't exert effort. Oh, God. I don't think I actually want to watch any of my broadcasting Me projects either. that I, I made was, at each yeah. because they were really not good. No, yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it still taught you yeah. just getting comfortable with operating and mm. starting to use software like yeah. Final Cut at the time, mm-hmm. which I don't even edit with anymore. I use but, Adobe Premiere now. Yeah, same. That's the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, except in LA, Avid. That's what everybody loves. Okay. It's a lot more expensive. But I haven't, I haven't used Avid. I oh, never sure. was able to download it onto my computer because I always just had Adobe. So. Sure. But my cousin's editing for an NBC show. He just graduated film school and literally got a job editing for um, a game show on NBC. Damn. Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, killing it. And he was just telling me all about Avid and what they all use. And I imagine it's probably just like produces like profound effects and stuff like that. Probably. You know, it's what you do with it. Yeah, you get what you with every program. It's what you can do because yeah. yeah sure like the tools are there but it's about the creativity right. yeah behind the person yeah. that's doing it you can be an insanely good photographer with this thing you know oh, like yeah. sure they like, just shot uh selena gomez's new music video mm, on an iphone did you know that i didn't but i know they're shooting movies it's now some with, type of yeah. iphone 11 campaign they shot the whole um lose you to love me or what was the other one a different one. She just came out with two singles, and that's one awesome. of them was shot completely on an iPhone. Actually, oh, yeah. both of them were. Yeah. Damn, that's really. It's cool. crazy what you could do with those. Yeah, things. seriously. They shoot 4K, 24 frames, so it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah. pretty fascinating. I recently discovered all like the color coding, uh, uh, like tools you can use too, and like it's made my pictures a ton better. Oh, I thought I was so loud. Yeah, I thought I was just like a total like lousy 
photographer because my pictures were turning out like all glary and blurry but all i had to do was like talk like you know, fool around with like you know the sharpness, the contrast, oh, the saturation. Oh, look at you! You've got a podcast. Now I got the photographer. Yeah. <laughs> ben Slowey does it all, guys. I don't do it all. I, I I do what I I do what I I work within my means. Hey, as long as you do a lot. Hey, you do a lot. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. So that all being said, so tell me a little bit about how you got uh, 715 Productions off the ground and like how it you know like where you. You know, just when you set your mind to it. Um, yeah, so I, man, when I graduated school, um, I got a job at Leo Burnett, and, which is an advertising company for whoever knows it doesn't Chicago. Yeah, mm-hmm. right in the city. Um, and I was working as an account management intern, and, um, immediately told them that I wanted to be in production and luckily they gave me the opportunity and had me working with their in-house production company and then also on their producer floor and so I was learning to do some animatics animatics and kind of help um, in the beginning producing of uh, different commercials Mm -hmm. for them and I was liking it um, but also I kind of realized that there's not a whole ton of creative control um, when you're working in a really big company like Leo Burnett. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just thought that I've always been interested in the idea of having my own production company Mm -hmm. and doing a variety of video, whether that be fashion films, music videos, short films, feature films, commercials too, but I didn't like the idea of really kind of sticking to the commercial format yeah. solely. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end of the summer, they offered me a position, and I decided to say no and to instead incorporate. Wow. Yeah, so that was just kind of one of those things that it was like I could stay working here and learn a ton, which I know I would. Um, or I could start working on projects that I really wanted to work yeah. on and learn as I go and have complete creative freedom to pick and choose who I want to work with and what I want to work on. And um, mm-hmm. I had the luxury of living at my parents' house when I first got out of school. And yeah. um, I, w- I just kept thinking to myself, when am I going to be in a position where I... Um, don't have to be completely worried about paying my rent and mm-hmm. figuring all of this out. Um, and I had money saved up from the summer, and I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to do it now, yeah. because I don't want to wait and then try to do it when I'm in like my mid-20s, and then just who knows, like I said, be stressed about the money situation and like whether right. or not things are getting off the ground, and I just was like... When no, young, never. And younger and younger people are spearheading things like that too. So, totally. it, so yeah. it's just kind of like now or never. I'll learn as I go. And luckily, I've just been able to work with really, really amazing talent mm-hmm. in Chicago and in LA now. And um, yeah, I've just amazing. I've just learned so much from literally doing, mm-hmm. which I can't stress enough to anybody that is like 
contemplating whether or not they should do something new or whether or not they're ready. You just have to say yes and do it yeah. and learn <coughs> while you're doing it because yeah. there's just a million excuses, a million things. If you don't just jump in, you won't mm -hmm. actually do the work right. or prep yourself like you think you're going to before that big thing like right. you just won't find the time because it's not yeah. pressing i think the biggest so apprehensions yeah yeah the biggest apprehensions come from just the fear of failure or the fear yeah. of like somebody wasting their time doing something that they're That's not going right. to end up successful for but you have to carve that path yourself you know i mean and the thing is it doesn't i never really put myself under the pressure of like this has to be what I'm doing for right, the rest yeah. of my life. I was just like this sounds really cool and I can start doing it right now and I'm motivated enough myself to just to figure this out and to start right away and to kind of see where it goes and mm -hmm. where it leads and if it's not working then guess what? I just go back and I get a job and right, something yeah. that I'm already qualified for yeah. and it'll be fine. Well, so once you incorporated, um, <clears throat> what was the first production you did? Oh, man. I shot a commercial for um, my family's speakeasy. Oh, nice. That was the very, That's very awesome. first thing. I didn't know your family had a speakeasy. Yeah, well, we've got a bar. You know Copperstill? Oh, yeah. Bar. Yeah, sure. Underneath is a 1920s themed speakeasy. Oh wow, that's dope. <laughs> so, yeah, we throw like 20s parties and a bunch of other parties, but the 20s parties nice. is what uh, I was trying to kind of promote because it was we had just opened and I was like, all right, cool, there's not going to be any client that's going to just pay me without having um, seen work that my production company specifically has done, so why don't I start with my family's yeah. business? Mm -hmm. and see what I can do and see what kind of what's created from there and so we we did this whole little narrative of this guy like um, he was like he was on his way down to the speakeasy but you kind of see him going through all of the like um, like the back alleys and mm -hmm. like we're just kind of wondering where he's going. Yeah. We don't see his face. Yeah. It's very mysterious. We've got like the 1920s car. Everybody's dressed up. The paper boy that he passes, like the flapper girls. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he like busts open the, the secret speakeasy door that automatically opens when you like press the right bottle. Mm -hmm. um, turn the right bottle. Right. So yeah, yeah, when you go down, it's like a yeah. whole like wine cellar looking thing. And you're mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm in a closet. Now what? And there's someone that's usually there, and they say, "Well, what bottle are you looking for, sir?" And uh, you nice. got to tell them the secret bottle, and then he turns it, and then the doors open, and it just opens up into this roaring twenties party. Oh, hell yeah. So that's kind of what the the commercial was kind of. That was the whole gist of it, that's and awesome. it was just uh, like I think it was a forty-five second spot. Mm. Um, and yeah, those are very those are very first production, but it was fun because we got yeah. to play a lot with uh, costumes and um, set design and finding little areas that a normal customer wouldn't necessarily take that route or go that way to get to the speakeasy, mm -hmm. but um, outside or anything like that. But just trying to take ordinary places and make it seem like it was set in that mm -hmm. time and. 
Um, yes, that was a fun one. Oh, yeah. Right off the bat, that was really fun. It sounds really like, fun, yeah. Well, okay, this is a commercial, and I've, I've had to produce commercials, so I thought yeah. it was a good place to start. Yeah. I want to go to your speakeasy. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's about to be 1920, <clears throat> uh, I mean, not 1920. You're like, yeah, it is. It's got to be the 20s again because right. it's going to be 2020. Yeah. Um, I think we're, we're going to have a big 20s party. Again. Going on our century uh, party here. Right. right. Yeah. yeah, we have to. I know. Uh, so, yeah. That, that sounds really fun. Um, yeah, I remember because the last time I saw you in person and talked to you was actually when you were in Milwaukee with uh, our good friend Megan, Megan McGurney. Meg. And, uh, she just loves when you call her She Meg. loves it so She has since the 7th grade. Like, like 13. <laughs> right. Uh, Mia Narcissi was also there. Shout out to Mia. True. Um, Two besties. Yep. Uh, Y'all have always been, like, the, the troop, you know? Like, you, We're the trio. Yeah, you're the trio. Um, and I saw you at the Nomad World Pub on Brady Street. Didn't even remember yeah. where that was well, exactly. Yeah. To me, it was in Milwaukee. I'm in like no man's land. I'm right. Like, where am I? You're just going to wherever it takes. You're just following you. Megan, yeah. who lives there, and I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> now where to? Yeah. Wait, was that the one? Was that like the Hawaiian shirt one? Yeah. The like Maui or what's it called? Ye the luau. Uh. You know, it was very tropical. Yeah, it is tropical. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember that was when you said that like that was like. Uh, and that was two summers ago when you were like talking about yeah I have this production company. Okay, and I think, was that a year ago? Because I incorporated it in September 2017. Yeah, this was a year and a half ago. Okay. So this was like summer of 2018. But I remember, and I like I'm glad you're actually here for me to say this because like when you said that like when you said that like yeah like I you know have this production company now and. Um, and I know that you were, like, at the time, like, working with Frank Simmons on his music video. Um, shout out to Frank Simmons. Um, so funny. Yeah, I but... I never hear anybody call him Frank Simmons anymore. What is he now? Well, his his uh, stage name, his performer name is Phobes Apollo. Phobes Apollo, that's so right. I never hear Frank Simmons. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's... I have to, like... It's a trend. It's an adjustment. Yeah. But uh, I remember when you said that you were doing this, like, that really inspired me a lot. Oh, really? Yes. That's yes, cool. it did, Jameson, because I was in a slump after graduation. I just graduated, like, the previous May, and I was, like, so lost with my life. Like, I couldn't find a job in my field. Like, I was still working. What did you major in? Journalism. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and I was still, uh, you know, I was still just, I was working at Starbucks at the time, like, until I found, like, something better to do, but I just couldn't find anything for the life of me online, and I was just, like, hard. it was really hard, and I didn't have, like, I felt like kind of what, you know, what you've been uh, reiterating, like, uh, has been, like, you just have to suck it up and do it, and, you know... Like, you can't wait for the world to give you the opportunity. Like, you have to make your own opportunity. And totally. that's exactly what I ended up doing. And I, I remember, like, what you, like, your experience, like, you know, just, you know, starting your own thing because you believed in it and wanted to do it because it was authentically you. That made me, that inspired me to do it. 
Um, it took me a couple months. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. I'm happy you shared that. Yeah, That's really cool. sure thing. I mean, yeah, like, it's like if I, you know, one of my friends from high school is doing something super cool that, like, you made happen, like, like, I, I want, like, I want to, like, so get nice, something. Ben. Yeah, you're, you know, I'm just some, He's just some, so nice. some kind of a uh, nice guy. Love this break in your love. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, it happened. Anyway. We love it. No. Yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, no, it was inspiring to hear what you were doing, and it did inspire me to work harder and find that within myself to start something of my own. That's awesome. Hell yeah. That's so cool. Good job. Thank you. Go us. Yes, go us. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, so, um, so as you, so, um, so you were just kind of working, were you just, so did you, like, start doing um, production full time. Um, man, back in twenty in September twenty seventeen, um, I was, yeah, I started. I was doing. Um, I was still going on auditions mm -hmm. for all of my Stuart, everything Stuart was sending me out for, and um, working on my production company. And I was also interviewing um, with. City Lights, so I was doing kind of similar to this. I was talking to Chicago creatives, um, usually in their environment or at events, mm -hmm. and just kind of spotlighting the create, like just the creative people that we have specifically in Chicago, mm -hmm. um, having to do with fashion, music, and film. There's so many of them. I imagine. There's like, just so many. So of course, many. there's so many. Yeah. But I, uh, it was just something that I was passionate about because I know everyone talks about LA and New York, right. especially having to do with fashion yeah. and music. And even with acting, like they take actors from LA more seriously than they do actors in Chicago, which right. is kind of, it's uh, a whole nother conversation. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so I was just kind of like, well, why don't we, why don't we start talking to people in Chicago and really like draw the attention into, onto the creativity in the city. And, um, it was just kind of something I was doing for fun, but I was doing it often. Mm -hmm. Um, a very similar type thing to this, but like I said, I was on the go and mm -hmm. I had like right. a little crew that was yeah. uh, also really passionate about it. Yeah. And, um, some things we got paid to do we got paid to cover different events or sometimes it was just i just really wanted to oh, spotlight so that person you know what i mean yeah, and just right. do it for fun and that's the beautiful yeah. thing is you can platform who you want to platform exactly like and that. it was just and i guess i was also trying to figure out if that was something i wanted to get more involved in mm -hmm. just the the personality stuff the hosting um I still like acting more. Yeah, yeah. A sure. lot more. <laughs> well, Personally. Yeah, um, hey, there you go. But it was really fun to try and to keep doing it. I, I was doing that up until probably the summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't I haven't talked to anybody for a while now yeah. in that format. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah. Awesome. So, so yeah, I was doing all three of those things and I... I was just doing it to the point that I really didn't want to focus on a, like, side job. Um, because, like I said, I, I had the luxury of living with my parents at the time. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, I just want to focus solely on it and see what I can 
really come up with mm -hmm. in that time. Um, but I won't lie, the I mean, artists get when you're starting out, it is tough. Really, yeah. It is so tough. Totally. And you just kind of are getting by and like working the hell on your craft and mm -hmm. like it's a hustle. You have to put in so much like. Hustle. Yeah, and it's something that's in the back of your mind with everything you do, yeah. you know, like it's like when you're working your day job, like mm -hmm. whether you're bussing tables or serving or doing this or that, like, you know, a lot of this money and yeah, it's going to go to rent and whatever, but a lot of you you know, you're going to spend a lot of money on your craft before you make money on it. Oh, totally. You know. And what I also found was helpful was doing work for smaller businesses right away because I found that it was quick turnover um, because they wanted and that was kind of using the advertising knowledge that I had from school of just I was creating marketing campaigns as well so my production company was kind of dipping into more marketing as well as just video production a lot of like graphic design creating websites mm. anything we could really multimedia exactly mm -hmm. so although my favorite part to work on is obviously all of the video production yeah we kind of dip into a lot of different facets of mm. media yeah so who's currently uh, on your uh, team now who are you working with so i have few full-time employees because depending on the project I don't like to have I don't I don't want to keep growing with full-time employees specifically I've got two different VPs um, but I don't like the idea of having a ton of people on full-time because I think every single project I want to work with different freelancers mm -hmm. and I work with a lot of the same faces but depending on the project and the tone and the style um i don't necessarily want to work with the same dp every time same mm -hmm. cinematographer yeah um the same editor <coughs> even though i end up editing most of my projects which mm -hmm. i really want to start getting away from oh, really? a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> editing is a beast in itself it's meticulous for sure oh yeah it's like super time consuming i don't know that my attention can seriously yeah. sit on it <laughs> yeah. for as long as i do All right yeah um but yeah, I think that every single project calls for a different style and different techniques and that's what I love about my production company is I don't have really a ton of overhead because I work with individuals on a project-to-project -project basis. Sure. So not yeah. every project calls for um, like the graphic designers that I use when we're doing more of like the marketing style full-blown campaign with video and digital. Um, it really, really depends. It doesn't make sense to have mm. a ton of yeah. full-timers. Yeah, for sure. That does make sense. But it's also an awesome thing because um, I get to work with so many different people. Yeah, right. And, yeah. And You're not putting yourself in a box. Grow the network. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Being in L.A. for the last couple of months. Like, uh, so you said you're in the, the uh, acting program now? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, yeah, tell me a little bit about, like, what your life looks like out there, the kind of work that you're doing, like... Because I know you're still doing the Stewart stuff and whatever. Uh, yeah. Um, so I have class a few times a week. And um, the beautiful thing about this program is it's specifically focused on on camera. 
stuff um, and all of our teachers are in the industry they're all either actors or directors themselves and the people we get different guests brought in almost every single week depends on it's every other some classes whatever but um, the guests are huge creators in the industry themselves so we talk to management managers agents uh, director of um, Gosh, I didn't watch this HBO show, but um, the not the Wire, damn, the Watchmen? No, is that? Oh one? yeah, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah, like the director, the pilot of that just came in, watched us all perform. Nice. Jennifer Aniston came in last oh, year. Awesome. Like, is Paul Rudd has come in in the past? Yeah. Like, it's just all of these crazy, huge, successful mm -hmm. LA. Um, I, like I said, actors, directors, producers, whatever. Mm -hmm. And we just get to pick their brains, and they get to watch us perform, and we get feedback, and we get to, we get direction, and we get to implement that direction, and it's just such great practice. Mm -hmm. And every single day, I'm memorizing a new script. And, wow, um, that's cool. Going on auditions and just really trying to sink my feet into the <laughs> the overwhelming LA industry because yeah. it really is intimidating. But yeah. um, little by little, I try to. Just stay consistent, continue. Mm -hmm. Every single day I'm working on acting or um, or I'm growing in some capacity with my production stuff behind nice. the lens. So every day I'm working on a client project. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm producing. producing or I'm in post or... Um, You're doing... Right now we're working on... Um, I'm producing currently a two-part narrative music video um, so there's no singing at all it's set to two different songs um, from this artist and she's out of Nashville but the whole the whole video is completely narrative so it feels like short film mm -hmm. and like I said there are two parts and it's gonna be all filmed in Palm Springs in wow. the desert um, God, you're making and me also go to the ocean. So bad. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one because it's yeah. just the story is very compelling. Um, mm. So I'm working on that, and then I'm uh, I'm working on a big pitch for uh, oh, oh. for a bigger <laughs> a bigger uh, network. Level. Big pitch. Okay. Twenty twenty is the is. year of the pitch. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I'm uh, putting together a sizzle reel right now. A what? A sizzle reel. So when you pitch something to the networks or a mm -hmm. streaming platform, oh, sure. you pitch a three to five minute, depending oh, on if it's okay. um, like reality or if it's scripted content, oh, sure. yeah. the time can change. But it's pretty much like gives you a blurb of what, a quick idea of what the show is going to be about. Um, it's just part of the, it's part of the pitch. So I'm that working on awesome. shooting that currently so I'm excited fuck yeah <laughs> that is yeah. so cool we'll see we'll see how that goes that is but um, cool. I don't want to give away too sure, much yet sure, totally um, and then you're doing print modeling as well right yeah the print stuff is um, a little lower on my priority list mm -hmm. but um, yeah it's more like lifestyle I got you shooting yeah you know, well, you know, you're stylish, way. right? Another way. Right? Yeah. It doesn't I never have to bring my own. Actually, I do have to bring my own clothes sometimes. Oh, really? But it's, yeah, just another way of, 
you know, the hustle, making yeah, some money sure. and it's something you can do. And yeah. yeah, but I like I said, I I always put acting as my number one. Yeah. And then directing. Totally. Producing. You're gonna you're gonna man, this I I like I, I I'm anticipating like this will be an amazingly like big year for you in twenty twenty. Right, fingers crossed. But I'm putting together my resolutions tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even like to say resolutions; more so, they're just goals. I constantly want to be working towards something new, because um, it just keeps pushing you to the next yeah. thing, right? right. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I yeah. really, I'm yeah. a big fan of the new year, and just <laughs> yeah. like feeling like it's a fresh. Yeah, totally. Fresh starts, just constantly push towards something new and. Mm -hmm. Whatever anyone says about how resolutions are stupid or right. nobody ever does them or right. whatever, or they're corny. Whatever, I don't even care. I like right. yeah. I like coming up with that stuff. Also, I'm a list maker. I make. So am I. I do incredible. Yeah, I have so many lists in my phone. So many. Yeah. I actually, use the to do list app or do list app. Have you? I just use the notes app. Yeah. But. The do list app has like a list for everything that really? you possibly want. It's like grocery, movies, goals, today, tomorrow. Well, those daily. are like those are like all the, the lists it's I have. Like, phone, so. It's all organized right there. All the music I have to listen to. Yeah, I should really sponsor them. I, let's do I think it. I'm their spokesperson. Wow, well, yeah, clearly. Download right. the app. Good plug. Um, love it. Well. This was wonderful to talk to you, Jameson. <laughs> what an ending note. I well actually, <laughs> yeah. I, it, hey, it goes on. The tangents are the are the real uh, the the real like the, yeah the gems of yeah. of this show. But uh, so as I as we close out, I ask everyone the same questions as we and um, Jameson. What keeps you up at night? Oh God, ideas. Ideas. I am so filled with so many. You ideas. get the idea and then you put it. I have. You should in my notes actually. Yeah. You should see like paragraphs on paragraphs on yeah. paragraphs. I've got like feature ideas, show ideas, Damn. like uh, just ideas for how to make some fifteen better, how to grow. Um, ideas for how to like yeah. put myself on the next level with acting, like everything. I just. Yeah. I think I I say I have a ADD creative brain. Where I just can't, it, it doesn't turn off. Right, yeah. I feel that. You ever like. Which honestly is bad sometimes because mm -hmm. it's like you. Sometimes I struggle with having a hard time choosing one of my ideas and moving forward with yeah, it because sure. it's like I feel overwhelmed with the amount of creative projects that I want to yeah. start that I kind of get in this like paralysis where I mm -hmm. feel like I don't. I don't do. Because I don't know which direction to go to. Totally. Yeah. So at that point, you I just totally have to pick one and yeah, just move yeah. on and realize that you can do another. Right. And another they will all get done like, at some point. Yeah. But you just have to pick. Totally. You ever like, uh, like start your like starting to fall asleep? Like you're literally like, you're you're starting to fall asleep and then you get another idea and you have to wake yourself back up and you gr yeah grab the phones immediately I start love going when I back. think I've got such a great idea at night when I'm like super loopy and then I'm like I wake up in the morning and I read it and I'm like that was so stupid yeah, yeah. <laughs> but last night I thought it was like the coolest thing yeah. ever <laughs> what puts you to sleep oh god I actually fall asleep I'm I, I am like how should I say this I 
I've never met someone else that can fall asleep easier than I can. Really? <laughs> I like hit the pillow. Oh my god! And I'm out. Nice. So you don't. So, I mean, I, I imagine because you're so like uh, you're using your creative brain <laughs> for so long throughout the day. I imagine that wears you out. Yeah, it's usually just if I'm not thinking of some new idea or what I have to get done, I just have to like. Gotta. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the night, you just gotta turn off. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it just. You won't. <laughs> I fall asleep editing sometimes. I need to stop doing that. On the computer? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll start nodding off. I'm like, I'm like what What if I'm, like, missing these, like, <laughs> these edits I should be making? Like, I leave in a bunch of stumbles and shit. Oh, editing. Yeah. <laughs> Good to have a team. Good to have a team. Oh, yeah. Totally. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, Ben. You thanks were, for having me. Yeah, this what is awesome. What a handshake that was. <laughs> Thank you. I'm getting used to... This show is talking... Nice one. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Yeah. That's... You just... The one wiggle. That's, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, easily identifiable. This show has definitely perfected that. Well, uh, well thank you, Mr. Nice Guy Podcast. Thank you, 715 Productions. There you go. And uh, I'm excited to see uh, what you got going on in the next you year. Too. Stay tuned. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.